Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of Running on Tap. I'm Kyle. I'm Jacqueline. Jacqueline, what are we drinking today? Well, you are drinking motor oil, wow, it looks this like. Is, this is wow. wild. It is molasses. It is molasses. Um, we are drinking beers that we got from Tavor, which was recommended to us by a good friend. We broke into them yesterday and are continuing our excursion today. So I am drinking a Dry Hopped Goes from Transmitter Brewing in Brooklyn, New York. New York. It is salty, tart, and citrusy. Uh, it says it has a subtle lime and floral notes, and it has a deep minerally water profile to make mm. this a complex but crushable goes. So I was drawn to this. I have not had a sip of it yet. I'm waiting to have my first sip. I was drawn to this because it is salty and citrusy, and sequench has like a little bit of sea salt in it. So I was hopeful that this would be sort of in the same vein as a sequench. Nice. We do know how much you love a sequench, and now that you've had your first sip, what do you think? Oh, it's very good. It is, wow, it is more sour than a sequench, and you're, you just get like a little like, tastes a little like ocean water, but like not, huh. in, not in a bad way. Like it has sort of like a briny character it is it is tart it is salty it is citrusy i think it it totally lives up to the can and i i am enjoying it a lot wow that's a really ringing endorsement the beer like tastes salty in a way that sequench doesn't really See, isn't it fun we were talking about this beforehand uh that jacqueline does not usually like to do her like first sip of a beer on the podcast and, I then, try and, and then react and have my thoughts this is would you, would you like to try it I, I will i'll give it a real sip, quick sip yeah it's i think it's excellent yeah that's pretty good it's like a great beach beer yeah it is the exact opposite of what i am drinking oh i'm sure so i'm drinking um i think the i can't tell if the brewery's name is hubbard's cave or if it's uh it, it is the it the label says Hubbard's Cave Blueberry Coffee and Cakes, and it's brewed at Unity Brewery in Niles, Illinois. I think that's how you pronounce it. Sorry to the brewery if I'm pronouncing it wrong. But this is an imperial stout that has notes of coffee, blueberries, and maple syrup. And let me tell you, I'm getting all of them, and it's crazy. It is. You poured it, so he's. Kyle is drinking right now out of a Goose Island glass that has black writing on it, and you can barely see the writing. This beer is so, so dark. It tastes like blueberry pancakes covered in like molasses and some maple syrup, and I'm getting a little bit of coffee too. Like, do you want to do you want to? I, I do want to try it. This is the exact opposite color of the beers I drink, yeah. but you're making it sound so interesting. I mean, it is like a, it is smells heavily of coffee yeah, and blueberry and blueberry. It is just an intense. There's a lot of flavor going on in this. Yep. So I yep. I am not a fan. <laughs> uh, but it's almost like. Syrupy, syrupy on your yeah, tongue really it is good. a very thick what's the abv on this 12 yeah that seems right it's uh yeah it's pretty i didn't realize that until i started pouring that it is a 12 percent uh imperial stout 
So this is uh, this is a heavy header. This is a dessert beer. If I'm getting I've ever a had lot one. of coffee from it, honestly. A lot of coffee, a lot of syrup, a lot of blueberry. Yeah. Just it's got a lot of everything. That's so interesting. It is. You would not sit down and have a few of these. You would have like I think one of these is going to be plenty. But it is. If, if we were out, you would get like a you'd get like a tasting portion of yeah. that. Yeah, and I think I, honestly. I'm thinking like it's now it's we're recording this the middle of the middle of the afternoon on Sunday it's uh it's beautiful out this would be the kind of beer that after like a after a nice dinner or something like that like we were having like a nightcap and this would be like the dessert beer so I say like coming off the ski slopes by a fire it it strikes me very much as a winter beer so it definitely does the fun thing I think about Tavor is getting to try really unique beers like i know we've gotten a lot of hazy ipas which are your favorite but yep. like i want to try stuff that i'm not going to see anywhere else and that is not something i have seen Absolutely anywhere not. else now we talked a little bit about it last week but let's explain again what uh what what tavor is so it is a craft beer it's a way to get craft beer yeah. from breweries that don't traditionally ship um, so I have an app and an account and you are now logged into my account which yes. makes it way more fun and I get, I'll get notifications throughout the day and the week uh, that say, you know, we have, we have this beer. Usually like once or twice a day. Yep. In the, one, once in the morning, once in the afternoon, you get an, like a push notification that says uh, a new beer. You know, it has like a slight description of a new beer and you can click on it and read it. And I, I really hate getting push notifications on my phone just personally. So I did not turn on push notifications to start off with. And if mm. you want to try this app, I recommend it because they do sell out of some of them yeah, pretty you gotta, you quickly. Gotta, you gotta keep the notifications on. Yeah. Uh, so you get a notification, you decide this is a beer you want. You can usually get up to six cans. Yep. And they are pricey. It is more like going out to a bar for a beer than buying a six pack. Right. But you get to try all these cool things from breweries around the country that wouldn't normally ship to you and at the end of you can set whatever date you want so four weeks six weeks eight weeks however long you want at the end of that they will ship everything that you've added they make a point to say as much beer as you can add they will ship to you um, for a flat rate which is great because it's so expensive to ship beer usually right. So yesterday uh, we tried I had this really great peach cider that I loved and this uh, mandarin orange sour Which that was ridiculous. I have been complaining on this podcast that sours like don't give me that like warhead pucker. This one did. Yeah, it it, it was ruined my something else taste buds for a bit. Uh, and we both had a Kolsch from Sea Pine. Yeah, in uh, Washington, I believe. It was excellent. Really, really good. So really I good. this is the fourth beer I've tried from the crate and I have been super super happy with all I haven't liked any of yours but I've been yeah, super super fun. happy with the ones that I sort of picked out that I expected to like this one is excellent yeah for sure I think this it's a really interesting way to sample we've done the I uh, got the lovely gift of the beer of the month club uh, that was really enjoyable uh, but the, you know I, I'm all for trying we are especially in this era of being homebound um, trying beers from all over the country from all these different little breweries that we otherwise wouldn't have opportunity to drink from or to, to visit like i don't know when i'm this uh hubbard cave beer is from niles illinois i don't know when i would be in niles illinois although maybe i want to make a pilgrimage there because if they're making stuff like this like it's got to be they got to have some other really interesting stuff uh so it's it's a really cool 
app it's a really just a great way to get especially like you know there are places that don't ship like mm -hmm. states you know entire states that don't allow shipping of alcohol so um it's a really cool way to get around that uh we were able to try, try a mountains walking mountains walking beer, from, which is uh, a the, from montana in bozeman. bozeman montana that i follow on instagram and like their cans are so pretty but like they don't ship and i'm never gonna find that around here they had so. a really excellent uh i think it was a Gal galaxy double ipa yep. it was great um what I else did i have yesterday like yeah, you but I love I love the can. No, the can was really pretty. I had the uh, I had the penultimate unicorn from a brewery in Rhode Island. I'm yep. blanking on that name right now. We got a lot of stuff because of the cans, but it's also interesting. I'm That's hoping. What I was about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's also interesting. Uh, right now, it's a lot of sours and, and IPAs, mm -hmm. hazy IPAs, and imperial IPAs, double IPAs, etc. Uh, a stout every now and then, but. I'm wondering, uh, you know, that's definitely what's like the season for beer right now is like summer beers or like hazy IPAs and, and, uh, and sours, that kind of thing. So I'm interested to see as it goes along and we um, order more uh, in different seasons if the, uh, if the types of beer that are on offer will change because I think that would be, be really interesting and be a cool way to drink with the seasons too, which is something that I really like doing. So. Absolutely. I mean, it's they definitely have like limited runs of stuff and like a lot of the things they sell, they say like sell out at the breweries from like locals even. Yeah. So it's nice to try some really unique beers and, you know, I, I've I've really liked stuff so far. And they, they tell you a little about like when the brewery was founded and a little bit of the history. And it's it's a nice way to especially... Yeah, you get like a whole narrative on the app of exactly. like about the brewery, about the beer. We have really drank our way around the DC breweries and they're great. Yep. Like I could drink Blue Jacket Sours forever, but it's nice to try some new stuff and you know continue to support some small businesses yep. that are all over. Plus I imagine you guys get sick of us talking about the same beer all the time. So Probably. Try, try these different ones. This is uh, among the most interesting beers I've ever had in my life. Uh, I've had blueberry sours. I've had coffee. I've had I've had stouts that taste like coffee. I've had it tastes like pancakes. That, I've, had, I've had stouts that taste like syrup. I've never had a beer that tasted like all three at once. It is crazy. It's crazy. And like I'm just looking at it. Uh, it's got like like it's a little hazelnutty, a little brownish around the like the very edge of the glass. Mm -hmm. But the beer itself is just black as night. Like it yeah. is it is dark and you you are not seeing through it. It is it is just a crazy beer. Like you said it looks like motor oil and it really does. Yeah. Uh but it's it's delicious. I am uh, I am enjoying it. I might be laying down for a little <laughs> bit and relaxing after after uh we're through with this. But um, the only bad thing about this is that we have been getting generally like single cans or sometimes it'll be like two, the two for yeah. two for whatever. Like you can only get them in like pairs of two. But now, like, I love this beer so much, and I've opened it, and it's the only one. We'll have to try and find it. We will have to try to find it. It's so, so good. Yeah. Uh, so how was your week of running and yogaing and everything else? It was good. I ran three times, so I ran eight miles. So it was, it was a light running week, but we have, we talked about last week, getting up earlier. And we are doing it. And we are doing it. And it has made running just so, so much more much enjoyable. So much better, jeez. Um, so my runs were good. Doing it in the morning was much, much better. You know, running in a sports bra at seven o'clock in the morning, I'm like sweating, but not soaked, right? Yeah, like I'm it's dying. still hot, yeah. but it makes it a lot more pleasant. And, um, I did some yoga this week. I did a really cool yoga thing this weekend. We got to uh, they a, a local yoga studio held a class at Audi Field, which is the home of the DC United soccer team. Yes, 
Uh, so it was a socially distanced outdoor class on the field, which was very cool. It's the first in-person yoga class I've been to in months, probably this year. Yeah. Uh, so it was really, really fun and nice to do that. That's great. Yeah, it's um, the, the pictures of that looked really cool. It looked it was exciting for you. I know you were a little nervous, but also really excited to get out and do a socially distanced activity with other people beyond me, which was uh, which was nice. Uh, we, we, we were joking that we spent more time apart this weekend we than have. we have in months and months because you did one activity uh, without me. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, the, we have made a concentrated effort to wake up early and to get out uh, and work out before the heat really comes in. And it's made a huge oh, difference. It's been, I, have, I have tried to basically start a new new entire way of life on my body clock and uh i'm waking up i still work late so i'm going to bed at like i'm going to bed at 11 30 midnight there thereabouts and then i'm sleeping until six o'clock in the morning and waking up at six uh i am occasionally accidentally waking you up but usually attempt usually trying not to i've mostly settled in and sleep through it yeah you you're usually up uh maybe an hour and a half or so after me yeah but uh i'm up at six and i will i've been doing um some peloton warm-ups uh to kind of just not only wake my body up but wake me up uh make my mind up and kind of get me in the mood to run because it's kind of just dragging myself out of bed for, for the first little bit but uh do, doing this kind of stuff you know doing some sort of cardio workout it makes such a difference to do it at 75 degrees even if yes. it's like 85 percent humidity uh to do it at 75 degrees than it does at 90 degrees with similar humidity or in the and with the dead of the sun uh it's been much more enjoyable and then i come back afterwards and take a little nap in the middle of the afternoon middle of the morning to kind of uh recover some of those lost hours of sleep but man i mean what a difference it's made sorry about the sirens that are going by our house mm -hmm. at the moment city podcasting city podcasting uh but it's been it's been lovely and so yes different. i agree 100 percent. i there are definitely days that you wake up and i'm like oh i'm so annoyed i'm awake but there were days this week that i wasn't planning to run because it was going to be so hot, but then you were up, and I was like, well, I'm up. Like, I might as well squeeze in a quick one, and I always feel good about that. Yeah. So it's it's been... My, my runs this week were really, really lovely, and I was super happy to get back out there and felt really good, for sure. And for someone like me, who I really... I've never been a morning person, but in uh, the first few years of me running, you know, we'll say through from 2016 until, like, midway through 2018... I had always woken up early and run before I went to work. Always like, you know, waking up either a little before the sun or with the sun uh, and being out in that morning, early morning hour. And you, you like, you start your day, you work out and you feel like, you know, you've like, you get back home and you're like, okay, like I've accomplished a big part of what I wanted to get done today yep. already. Uh, it's such a wonderful feeling that I had not had for a, you know, a little over two years. And it's really been nice to have that again and to have that feeling also to like the, the world is just a nice place at like you know right right the, the hour after sunrise when a lot fewer people a lot fewer people uh a lot you know a lot more shade yeah uh like that's the one thing that i've been blown away i'm running a lot of the same routes but there's uh the places that i ha i had been thinking i need to avoid this because it's uh 
in the it's in the sun and it's too unbearable to run through in the middle of the day. Now there's nice nice little bit of shade and it's really comfortable and just it's been a much more. I mean, I can, you can tell my pace my my paces have from the last week we were in DC. Uh, they were up around like 10 minute miles, sometimes much, much higher because I was walking a lot more. And now I'm consistently like you're back, back in like the nine to nine and a half minute mile zone, which is kind of like my happy spot during the summer. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's been great. Like it's, it's, it's more fun. It's great when running's fun again, as opposed you, to like being painful. You've also gotten some good walks in. I have. So I, yeah, my, uh, I'm, my, Pushing on on my quest through Tennessee. How far are you? I'm about two thirds of the way through. Um, I have. Uh, I'm trying to. I don't know exactly what the what mileage I'm at, but I have um, five weeks left, and I have to go an average of thirty-eight point eight. We'll round up and say thirty-nine miles per week uh, to finish. So I am not going to have any off weeks. I've had my last my last cutback week was uh, you know two weeks ago. That 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 will be that's gonna be a big push for the, to, through the end of August here, yep. but um, it's going well. And I have you know I've been like you said I mixed in some walks like the, we like I said we're recording on a Sunday. Uh, I woke up today and just needed an extra two hours of sleep, so I just did my, I did a walk instead of a run. Got like a seven mile walk in, and it's 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 a nice change of pace. It's not like quite an off day. I'm getting mileage in. They're intentional miles that I wouldn't be doing otherwise, but like. It's a little less taxing on the body than uh, you. You can't run six days, six miles every day. I can. I mean, you can, but like that grind is going to be hard. So it was nice to. It's nice to mix it up a little bit, and uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I had a good week ahead. I think I went over forty-two miles this week. That's great. So it was. Uh, thank you. Um, it's good. It was just a. It's a. I'm trying to maybe get two walks in a week, six miles around, around between the warm up and the actual run doing about six miles uh, on those days. And I think that should carry me over the line, yep. g- getting there. But yeah, can't say enough about waking up early. I'm glad, oh, man, it was that f- first on Monday when we f- did the first one, it was tough. It, you, you, are, you are rolling back, you're rolling your eyes about yeah. how, how much, because I woke you up and because, talked a little bit. Yeah, and you we were like not chatted for a little bit. And once I was up, like I was up, and that was one of those days you went for a run that you weren't anticipating, right? No. That was the next day. I you woke me up and said, "Hi, I'm waking you up, but it's too hot out, so don't go for a run. Just do yoga. It's too hot out. I'm just going for a walk." And I was like, "Okay, I, we, we I have, could do we, yoga afterwards." We've, so. we've had to balance this out. Like this is something that I, you know, we, we had to have a conversation about. Was was that like uh, usually? When one of us goes out for a run, you know, I mean, we always say we say goodbye, we we give each other a kiss, we you know say love you, and then take off. Uh, when it's six fifteen in the morning, you uh, very kindly inform me that like you're not like you're not going to be offended if I don't say goodbye. Right. You're not going to freak out if I'm not there when you wake up. Like you, you can just you basically told me like you can just go, like it's fine. Not, so it's been a little bit more sneaking out. Uh, that's yeah. It. Not this morning. I, I woke you up this morning to let you know I, my plans had changed. But uh, yeah. I feel like it's difficult because like I don't get to nap in the middle of the day because I work more normal hours. Right. So like once I'm up, I'm up. But I do go to. I have started going to bed a lot earlier, which like suits me. It, it's just been like a nice rhythm to get into for sure. Yeah, it's a de- it's a definite change. Like we had we had uh, over through quarantine, and we had already like kind of. Uh, 
for better or worse, working off of the same schedule. You were, you, you know, I would kind of, I would wake up in the morning to, to see you before you left for the office and you would usually stay up or at least try to stay up uh, to see me when I got home sometime after 1130 at night, yeah. uh, if not later. So like we were often keeping each other's schedules anyway. And then uh, during quarantine, when the commute changed from like, uh, you know, a half hour to 30 seconds, uh, we've been kind of keeping more of my schedule uh, yes. almost like you were, were you know, you're, you were staying up late with me and uh, sleeping in because there was no... Um, There's no reason to commute. No reason to commute. So and when this first it started, different. it was spring and it was lovely to run after work. So yeah. I would just sleep in and it was fine. But ke- keeping your schedule was not working long term. Right. It was fine for like when I thought it was going to be a month. But right, exactly. long term, I-, I think this is better for both of us. Yeah, absolutely. And I I, I have found myself looking forward to that nap. Like I, I basically come home after a run and then I... Uh, I sit for I have I have second breakfast, but I've I've, I've turned into a hobbit. Got to have second breakfast because I am I'm like having you made these wonderful sweet potato cookie breakfast cookies. They are from Run Fast Eat Slow, and they are very very good. They are vegan, yep. and you can make them gluten free. I think if you use gluten free oats, so yeah. big fans of those. Yes, they are quite wonderful. Um, really sat well on uh, on my stomach when I'm running. Like even I literally would eat one of those and walk out the door. Uh, and they um, they really worked quite well, but then I, you know the, I don't know how many calories there. I'd probably say like three hundred ish, something like that. I have no idea. They're, they're in that in that ballpark. Um, and then, but I would go out and I'd bur- I, you know I'm burning seven hundred some odd calories on a run, so I'd come home and I'd be hungry again, and so I'd have a bowl of cereal. Mm-hmm. And the hardest part has just been avoiding drinking coffee uh, until yeah. a- after the nap. I, and now, now I'm, I'm, beco- I'm becoming a noon coffee drinker as opposed to. Uh, having one first when I get up first thing in the morning because I want to make sure I fall back asleep. Right, for sure. But it's a, it's, it's a good change of pace. We are actually doing it. We've talked about waking up early a million times uh, uh, in the not, not only on the podcast, but in real life uh, over mm-hmm. the last few months as the seasons have changed and it's gotten warmer here in Washington. But this heat wave that we've We're had, it. It, was, it was in the upper 90s every day this week. Uh, it's getting hot quickly. Uh, so... I you know, we we are actually doing it and it's really working out and I'm 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 planning on continuing it mm-hmm. until until highs are somewhere in like the low the, the lower half of the 80s like I will be I I'm pretty I'm, I'm anticipating waking up this early like I can't wait for that I'm at that point in the summer where I can't wait for that one time when I go running and it's cooler than 70 degrees mm-hmm. that that day is always like I don't know it's 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 like the last day of school which is ironic because the last day of school is always like in early june when it's really hot but like it's like it's like ah oh, it's over like finally like the, the coolness is back so it has been uh it's been a good week for us i think yeah i agree yeah um you know how what are you thinking about this week what are you trying to do and what's on what's on your mind for for goals well, so I am planning on taking this week a little bit easy because we are starting in on a new challenge together That's right. at the end of the week. Um, so my plan for the week, I mean, I would like to run a couple times. Definitely want to keep doing yoga. I, I feel like in the last challenge I did, the lighthouse challenge, I sort of let yoga fall by the wayside right. and didn't like that. So I am sort of determined to make yoga and an integral part of my fitness routine for the foreseeable future, which is kind of exciting. Uh, but yeah, I'll try to get 
maybe three three-ish short runs under my belt uh, and and get some yoga but really want to make sure I am well rested because on Saturday yes Saturday uh, yeah I think Saturday's August 1st we are starting a month-long running streak yes through the same company that I did my lighthouse yes another with. RF events uh, running challenge that goes through the, throughout the month of August yes it is it is the dog days of summer 50k yes. why did we decide to do this Kyle there is so two reasons one we wanted to share a task together and we wanted to we wanted to do this do something together this with one, one of these of the virtual first events. running things we've done together in a very long time yes. so I'm excited but, but the real reason the real reason is because the logo is a hot dog that it's is running, running and dog. it's unbelievable and uh, we wanted the gear so it's pretty sweet it is, the, the, the swag is awesome we both ordered I got like a tank with uh, a, the running hot dog on it and there are like trucker hats which I don't know maybe it's just because I came of age in high school uh, in the mid-2000s and love trucker hats. But there's a trucker hat with a running hot dog on it. So, uh, it's like we, a denim trucker hat. It is, it is in, slick looking. It's incredible. So we are taking this on. I, it was something to me that was, it was a good thing that we could do together, yep. but also a good thing that would keep me, like I have to essentially, I have to run every day until right. August. So it's a good, uh, you know, until September I should say. So it's a good uh, motivator for me to keep myself, uh, hold myself accountable and get out every day. And then, you know, also, like I said, we're sharing it. We're doing yeah. it together. I think it'll be fun. Um, I have never done a running streak. Yeah, me either. It, not I mean, on, you not kind on, of are. I mean, not on purpose. Right. <laughs> uh, Runner's World has like two a year that they do between Memorial Day and 4th of July. You're supposed to run every day. And then between like Thanksgiving and New Year's, something like that. Mm. They do them like around the holidays. And I've like started before, but then the thing I struggle with is I'm like, am I really gonna like, especially the winter one that I try to do, I'm like, am I really gonna like put on like all these freaking yeah. clothes to go run a mile? Yeah. Like it's just so much preparation. A lot of gear to get on. Exactly. So I sort of, the, my downfall is like, like is a mile even worth moving for basically? <laughs> so the way this is, you can run or walk. Yes. I am gonna try to run a mile every day. I, I think that that's admirable. I don't anticipate. Well, you're going to be going I, a lot farther. I also I also think that like one of the things that sold me on this was that walking was a part of it because you know running every day, like you said, it is it can be a process. It can be there's a whole lot of like gotta get this, gotta get the me right mental mind state, whatever. For walking, man, it's nice. I get to, I get to walk outside. I can walk for twenty minutes. Like that's part of it, and that's a mile, so that counts. I may end up falling more into that mindset and not making good on this goal but like it's only a mile right. so i'm like i should be able i should be able to run a mile yeah. every day and you know you're, you're going to be running six miles every day or like r running or walking right. like my plan is to do like a few like three four five mile runs throughout the week sure. but then like the other days either like just go run a mile or run a mile and use that to sort of warm my body up and then do a yoga class sure. so i'm like a it's kind of like a, a to get stuff warm to be like a little more flexible going into class um so my goal because they, they say like you know it's like a 50k and the metal says 50k so i'm like oh we're doing an ultra even though it's like definitely not an ultra <laughs> right. um but i think it would be cool i mean i think i'll definitely run more than 31 miles yeah. um but i think it would be cool for me personally to approach it as like a true running streak yeah absolutely. and try to run a mile every day that's really impressive i hope you do it because i think it's be it'd be really i mean it's really it's really impressive like to get up not, not only like the heart i mean the hardest part about 
uh, a lot of a lot of runs, a lot about a lot of running is just getting yourself going, getting exactly. yourself out there. So like getting get, you know conquering that thirty one times in in a month uh, is going to be really great. And that's the other thing. Like I wonder if I will be like, oh, I don't want to get up, but like I got I got to run, I got to get it done. So I'll get up and get out the door and be like, oh, it's actually lovely. Like maybe I'll go three. Like right. I, I wonder if I'll end up like finding myself enjoying being out there once because to me like the the hurdle of like going out the door it, I'm gonna treat it like marathon training and that like it's not a choice whether or not I do this run like right. there's no like oh I want to sleep for 10 more minutes like I just gotta get up and do it right um so I feel like kind of once I and I mean getting into that mindset is hard but I feel like once you're in that mindset I'm curious sort of how my running will change and I've heard, I also have always been like hesitant to take on streaks because I don't want to get hurt right, right and I've always been training for stuff so it's like well I have to like train but then also like not take any rest days like run a mile on my rest days versus now like I'm not really training for anything and I've read a lot about the benefits of like creating that routine of yeah. like carving out time every single day I mean, look at how my like everyday yoga challenge changed my relationship with yoga. Right. So I, I like the idea of sort of creating like a routine where I carve out some intentional time every single day. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's great. I think like that's part of the reason that part of the reason I wanted to do it as well is because um, is it is just like it, it's like the you know the last part of the semester or mm -hmm. the, or like. There's some some big push that you've got to go and you, you've got to just uh, grind it out and like do, just do do what you need to do for for you know in this case it's gonna be like four weeks uh, and do it every day and then like you know, we talked about like and then rest in September or like you know like find for me I'll be finding other things to do instead of like going for well, bike rides and stuff like that right I mean there's there's no this is not something I could take on. If I was like actively training for a marathon or a half marathon, yeah, like you absolutely. need, you need the rest, rest days. days then. But like I can take the whole month of September off if I'm really right. beat, right? Like there is with no races on the horizon and no sort of like rigid training on the horizon for a race. This seemed like the perfect time to actually try a running streak because I feel like it's one of like kind of a common running community goal that I've never done. Yeah, I, I don't think I've. I don't think I've ever done it uh, like beyond like a week and a half or like even you know, like like or two weeks something like that. But it will be uh, it'll be great. I'm excited for it. Yeah, and I, like it's also going to be like the fact that like it is you only have to do like a mile, right? Yeah. Like, like even like I'm I'm pretty sure like even on the days when I'm like I need to sleep in or I need to rest a little bit, like I can get up and I can go run for nine minutes or run for 10 minutes exactly and, and bang out a mile or i can walk for 20 minutes and bang out a mile and like get it done and just and like chalk, chalk it off but like it is uh you know it's a mental challenge as, as, as much as a physical challenge so. definitely and plus you, you know if you're gonna have the cool hot dog hat right you gotta do the whole thing so it, exactly that's it. like with the lighthouse thing it was like oh if i miss a day like i'll have to walk more like there's no missing a day with this like once right. you miss a day you've broken the street but also like with the like with with that challenge and with uh with, with what i'm doing right now both of which were like are set on a certain amount of time or, yep. or you know there's, there's time investment right like if you went out and you did like you might have gone every day but if you went every day for five minutes or whatever with the lighthouse challenge 
you weren't going to make it. You, right. had to, you had to walk or work or run for 30 minutes or whatever, 40 minutes, you know, yep. however long it was. Uh, if I go out with this Tennessee challenge right now and I go like a mile every day, like I'm not checking any boxes off. Like right. I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm putting myself back. I'm, it's not getting me to where I need to go. Whereas the streak, the part of the part that, it, that appeals is like, it can be short. It can, like not every day has to be a huge lift. Some exactly. Days, some days you can, your, your off days can just be a mile or something like that. And right. it's fine. So I think that, that that part really appealed. I was not uh, at first when you when you uh, when you pitched it to me, I was like, eh. and and then like the gear and thinking about it more. Kyle saw the hot dog up. hat and said, "I'm in." Oh yeah, I love the hot dog hat. It's such a good hat. So, I also really like this company. I, we've talked a yes. lot about the Lighthouse Challenge that I did previously, but like. There's another Facebook group for this one and they send like a daily email to like motivate you. And it sounds like such a small thing, but in this world where it's kind of hard to, for me personally, it's hard to come by motiv motivation sometimes uh, to, you know, live any sort of normal life and, and stick with a schedule. It's really nice to get an email in my inbox every night that's like, okay, like t tomorrow is crazy hat day. Like wear a right. crazy hat on your run. And it just makes it really fun. So I I'm excited you're doing it with me. Absolutely. I think that the fact that we are doing it together and we'll ha be able to hold ourselves or, or hold each other accountable is also uh, going to be really nice. So yeah, we're going to be taking that on by the next podcast. We will be a few days into it when we record and yep. uh, we'll be able to report back. Hopefully we will still uh, have our streaks by that point yeah, and seriously. not have anything go wrong. Uh, but yeah, it's gonna be really it's gonna be another another virtual challenge in a year full of them. Uh, it's something that's like this is the kind of stuff that we can, you know, we have to use now to get our our minds right when we're getting our bodies right, if you will. And it's nothing like a virtual race, right? Like it's not like you're going out and running five miles or ten miles or five k and trying because. The fun part about races is like the atmosphere and like the, the crowds and the finish and, yeah. line and the start line. And I have done two like virtual races like that and I found neither one of them fulfilling. But these are things that like there's if there wasn't a pandemic, I don't know how you would do it differently. Right. Yeah. Like they exist in a form that just fits for now. But like you would never do like a running streak in person right. with people every day. Right. So I like that like it's not trying, it is like a way to sort of feel the running community and have a goal without trying to replicate a race environment that just can't happen safely now, at least where we are. Totally. And I think that's like, that's a, a big part of it. That's what you're hitting the nail on the head. Like it is, um, and yeah, there you go. Uh, it's, it, it did a big hammer motion. You, you, you hit the nail on your head, on the, on the head figuratively. Uh, it is um, something to like invest in emotionally and physically, in in that you will get a payoff that like you 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 know it's it's different than what you would expect from a race, right? Like yep. you, like you know like you 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 invest in everything for uh, a marathon, and you kind of know like by the end of this, I will uh, cross the finish line. I'll get my medal, whatever. Like. I have no idea how I'm going to feel when I'm done with this Tennessee thing. Like I know I'm, I think I'm going to be thrilled. I'm going to be very happy, but like I have no set expectation, and that that helps yes. because I am not like I'm not going through it. And I'm and like, for instance, if you were like if I was training for a virtual marathon right now, I wouldn't finish this and then be like disappointed that I didn't get the medal experience and like the the finish right. line experience. Like right. like I like there is no I am not training for something that like. 
will disappoint me. At, you know, like the like the expectation can't be met. Like the expect there is an expectation. Like right. I'm gonna get done, and I'm gonna like I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably go upstairs and drink some water because it's gonna be really hot that day or whatever. But like it's gonna be nice. It's gonna be a, a, a different. It's a different kind of experience. This race, this running streak. Like I don't. Like you said, there is no in-person equivalent. So like when right. we when the thirty-first day is done, uh, who knows what like we'll do to celebrate or what it will we're feel like. We're gonna eat hot we're dogs. We're gonna eat hot. We're dogs. We're gonna do hot we're, dogs for the dog days of summer. There we, there we are. It's gonna be it's gonna be wonderful. Maybe we'll get a half smoke in honor of uh, oh, in, in honor of DC too. But I also do think that like races are or running experiences are what you make of them, right? Like yeah. you could Especially easily. This year. You could easily finish this Tennessee thing or finish a streak and walk inside and like have a glass of water and sit down for work and that's it. Right. But like, you know, we've talked about we're going to order like Tennessee hot chicken sandwiches and we got some Nashville beer in our Tavor crate and like if, I mean, we have the episode, you have to make your own fun, but like if you make these things, if if you make finishing these things an event, it'll be an event. Exactly. And I I think you have to be intentional about that now. Yeah, exactly. And like, it is um it's not easy like it's not you know it's not easy to uh you know it was for like going through the grind of marathon training going through a grind of a half marathon training or whatever you know even if you've never run one before chances are if you're chances are if you're running a marathon or a half marathon you've been around the finish line of a race and you're kind of like oh i kind of i want this feeling right uh so you kind of know what you're training for or what you're running for uh, and in this situation right now, we're taking on tasks. We don't know what it's going to feel like when we're done, but like we want, regardless, we want the feeling of finishing them and like, the, or, or, or of completing them. And, uh, it's just like, it's all about working toward that goal. I felt super accomplished when I finished my lighthouse yeah, you were one. thrilled. You know, I, I put in my time and got to the last lighthouse and the, the little thing popped up that was like, congratulations, you finished. And I was like, you know, I, I said I was going to do this task and then I went out and I did it. And it like, you know, there was no finish line or volunteer handing me a banana, but I got sort of that completion, close the circle feeling that I wanted. And I, I felt great. I didn't feel any letdown then. Like I did at the end of Cherry Blossom where I was like, oh, like I guess I'm done now. now. Just stop my watch. Like it, it, it did feel different to me. Yeah. No, it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to doing it. It's going to be a new thing yep. for me, a new thing for you, uh, which is hard to find after you've been running and you've kind of, we've run every sort of race short of a mar- uh, like a marathon and below. We have never done ultras, but like that's, you know, we've, we've done everything else. So like finding a new experience or a new way, a new way to, to do uh, a running competition is good and it's fun and it's going to be, um, it's going to be exciting. Definitely. Uh, how are you? Well, I, I'm, I can guess how you like your beer because you have you have raved about it so far. But how was your beer? It was really good. I am I am going sort of slow, um, primarily because we had a daiquiri before this. <laughs> we, we did. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Uh, I don't know. What, I don't, I don't, there's no like term for a cocktail like that's like on tap. It's not running. It wasn't on tap. Cocktail in blender. Yeah, well, it's uh, not running on, not running in blender. It's running, it's running on tap. It was really, really good. Um, but make, it just make your made own, me... make your own daiquiris. What? So make your own daiquiris. Yeah, it was super easy and really good. But I just feel sort of full, so I'm drinking a little bit slower. But I love this one. I love the the saltiness of it. It would be like, I mean, Shalane Flanagan has said that she would like rehydrate with sequench after a run, which like, of course, rehydrate with a. 
I mean, it's like, a, I mean, it's kind of like, you're not going to rehydrate with the beer, obviously. Okay, she, I, I thought, she's, she's so, we, we, I mean, we turned to her, not, not so much for running stuff, we turned to her for like food and nutrition. So I'm like, rehydrating with the beer? I thought, I thought beer dehydrated. Yeah, so she's like partnering with Dogfish Head now and mm, doing like this beer, right? It's like, so a sequench like pairs really well with these like pulled pork bowls from Run Fast, Cook Fast, Eat Slow, which we've had, which are excellent. Yep. But she was, it wasn't that like you should rehydrate with a beer, but she was like, this is like crushable and salty and will like, it will not actually satisfy my thirst, but like after a hot run, like I could That's chug one of these yeah. basically. And this has like very much the same feeling that I think it would be really, really good after a hot run to just like drink and- Totally. It, it's hard to find Feel, I mean, there are a lot of sours, but I feel like it's hard to find the sort of salty sour. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it's hard. It's hard to find a sour that's to me is like like a sessionable sour, like like the sequence is like this. This is like you can probably. That's a good way to describe this. I, I could this drink. Is definitely more, I, sessionable. I could drink more than one of those and like be fine. Like obviously, you could you could, you could too, but like I'm not someone who likes to drink a ton of sours. I, I could drink usually one. Uh, I could, like, drink, I could, I I could drink, drink a lot of these. Two or three of these. Uh, I think it's a. It, it tastes to me a little more sour than sequench. It said it. This is, I'm reading the can again. It said it's brewed with salt and coriander. Mm. Um, but it is only five and a half percent alcohol. So okay. I, I would definitely call this a session sessionable sour. God, mine's like a fifth of whiskey compared to yours. <laughs> it's true. Actually, I really. I'm now that I'm looking at the can more. They have like four little glasses on the bottom. And one is circled, like it tells you what shape glass it should be put in. I feel like that's the next that's the next step in our beer snobbery well, is to get like proper enough, like if you look at the one that's circled and you look at the Kyle just ah. handed me a glass, but it's like <laughs> almost perfect right Nailed now. Nailed it. Which is crazy. But that's really cool. I, I would love to learn a little more about like what beers go in, what glasses and why. I would I would yeah, exactly. The why may, would is what I'm interested in because I don't know, I've I've drank beer out of a ton of different glasses and they taste um I don't know. They don't, they don't. It's the same out of all of them, but they like. I can't. I can't tell the effect of the gl the glass on the yeah. uh, the beer unless it's dirty. This this place that this brewing transmitter brewing their little tagline is farmhouse ales since twenty thirteen. Hmm. So it seems like they do a lot of beer like this, That's which is no, really no, exciting. No, far no farmhouses in Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> yuck, uh, yuck, yuck. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Uh, uh, how was yours? You didn't finish it. I didn't. I mean, I'm working. I mean, like again. This is a twelve percent beer. <laughs> it is um, it is not one that I'm going to drink very quickly. But it is um, the more it goes on, it's it is syrupy. Like that's what I'm getting more. I would pour it over pancakes almost. I you could um, the the further I get down on this, the more like the stout like saltiness, like kind of like salty bitterness that comes along with like stouts and porters that kind of thing is um it's present but i'm getting so much maple like it's just so mm. much maple and like it's good i i like it i once i'm done with it i will be happy to be like i'm i'm good with one um but this is like i i totally i would love to have like a six pack of this beer to have like as as a dessert uh you know post dinner drink whatever with some friends because i think that this is like it's very good for that but man, it is just, it, it is packing a little bit of a punch, I will say. You wanted to try the unique one for the podcast. You know, that's what we, that's what we, 
bring to you guys on, on running on tap. We're gonna look tr- what we do for you. What we put I'm, ourselves I'm drinking for this you. beer that is better served at 9 p.m. and I'm drinking it at uh, 4:22 instead. But uh, it's lovely. I mean, it's it's. A, I mean, this is one of the most unique, yes, uh, different beers I've ever had in my life, and it is. Um, I mean, I I'd be super into it. I have have like I'd have more. Like I, I just love I love blueberry stuff. I love coffee stuff. I love maple stuff. Why do you love blueberries? They're portable. They're portable. That was apparently something that I said when I was a <laughs> We're small in the child. Deep cuts now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and now this was something Kyle, Kyle said as a child. Now, whenever we talk about blueberries, talk about how portable they are. Maybe. I told my mother this recently, and she was like, "But they're not portable. Like they get squished in a bag. They're not portable at all." Well, yeah, I'm in the little the, the plastic carton, and you can take the plastic carton anywhere. It's, it's fine. They're portable. Then everything's portable. True. <laughs> Listen, I'm not gonna like vouch. Well, I, I will vouch for seven year old Kyle. He was young and innocent, and and uh, the world had not beaten him down yet. I love it. And uh, yeah, he was he was amazed by how you could take blueberries from one place to another. I love it. Uh, it's a wonderful beer. Uh, I'm so glad I'll, bring, you I'll bring the discussion back yeah. to the blueberries in this beer instead of the blueberries in a plastic carton. Uh, it's it's a great beer. It is uh, like I said, super unique, super different, um, very good, very flavorful. I, um, you know, I'll try to find more of it some insects at some time because I think that it would be, uh, I, I'd love to just spring this on like other friends, like just not explain what, like, oh, we had this beer in this hat and suddenly they're having this. Hopefully they don't listen to the podcast when, you know, whoever this happens to because then they'll be not surprised. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it is, it is a very unique one. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm glad we got to try you it. Did, Thanks, you, you didn't You didn't almost like uh, almost like do your IPA vomit face, but no. you, but it was close. It's better than an IPA. I don't like darker beer. I also am not a coffee. Like, I'm, I don't drink coffee and don't really like it. So any sort of beer with a coffee flavor is going to be kind of off-putting. We do just have the exact different yeah. taste buds. Yeah. It's crazy. Where can the people find us? Uh, we are hosted by Anchor. You can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are on Spotify. We're on Apple. Anywhere else? That's mostly that's where I listen to my podcast. I don't know where else people go. Uh, And we are on Instagram at Running on Tap. At Running on Tap, we're trying to share a little more. Yeah, we had a nice picture of our of our Tavor beers yesterday. Yeah, yeah. follow for more more wonderful beer content. Yeah, and food content occasionally. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you guys next week.